welcome to Seller Talks, episode 12 with my man. Zone Music, you already know. You already know, and myself, Jay Favors, the Jay Fabulous one. Right, last week we had uh, George in. It was a very good episode. Uh, Fucking incredible. Little recap on, on the episode. Um, it flowed really well, to be fair. It did. I, I had I had a lot of fun listening back to yeah. it. To be fair, saying about James Blunt and all that. Yeah. And you made a f- right. I haven't. I I haven't posted it at the moment. I'm <laughs> going to post that video uh, this week of the baseline. I had to come to terms with you, mate, putting me in a fucking baseline somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's very very funny. But do you know? Do you know? Do you know what, man? It was perfect because I was just listening back, mm. and I'm sure, like, I'm sure my flatmates were. Uh, interested in what was coming out of my room because yeah. i was sat there and i was fucking i was essentially through my speakers listening to you me and george mm. talking a conversation but i was laughing at every joke that was made so i was laughing at things that you said that i said that george said mm-hmm. and so it just sounded like i was sat there laughing to myself in my room and when you sang that uh that De- um, uh, De- megadeth, megadeth the yeah. megadeth thing Set i was like on fire yeah yeah <laughs> don't do it again because i'm gonna have to make another sheen out of it <laughs> but that's the thing like i because I, i'd already heard the where's the baseline that mm. came that was earlier in the yeah, episode I and i already i bounced that, that bounced that down uh on my hard drivers make a remix out of this as soon as you finish editing that was what the file was called <laughs> and then as soon as i heard you yeah i've got to set the world on fire like that <laughs> i was like fuck bounce that shit straight away with the same name just with two at the end of it and then the rest is fucking history. The rest one. is history. And he made my... Like, I I am not a big Baseline fan. You know this. I've yeah, got yeah, my... Yeah. Cr- I, ain't, I ain't got anything against your Baseline heads. Like, you do what you're doing. You're, you're smashing it. But yeah, smashing I particularly, it. in a personal standpoint, I don't like Baseline. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. He, he put me in it and I was just like, oh, he's only going to do it, isn't he? He's only, he's only fucked me up. I didn't even... I didn't warn you. You I didn't? I didn't warn you at all. I sent you the link and just no words. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I literally, I showed someone, I was working at the time and I showed someone and they was fan, they found it hilarious. But it's it's mad. It's, I, I just, I didn't expect you to, because uh, you put me in pitch, like, you know, the set of, <laughs> like, you, did you auto-tune me? To be fair, to be fair, what I did, I didn't auto-tune you, but I um I thought, right, okay, so I'm going to have it. Uh, I knew that I was going to do the tune in 135. Yeah. Because I felt like that was a safe baseline tempo. It's usually sort of like 140 around that area. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, right, I'll just make it line up with 135. I don't know if it's the 140 in you or just like that's your sort of tempo generally. It is. That's it is. <laughs> how your heart beats and shit. But that was perfect. Like it was like, I've got to set the world on fire. Like that. It was absolutely, I can stop on myself now. But that went in with the click. So I was like, well, I don't, all I need to do now is find the notes that it's at get some massive things set up and then I just put like mm. just made the bass line tune out of that <laughs> just can't I can't I can't it's I, quite, it sounded it was quite really slick good. Well. I, I'm not, I'm, like, not dissing, I'm not dissing Mr. Zone yeah music you better or, not be dissing my fucking production yeah. skills here. Do, you, do you know the funny thing is you know you say my heart beats at 140 yeah right so me and I Chris, went to the doctors and they said are you a dubstep head yeah do you know what I mean I went Um, I was at my house last night with Mr. Precision and uh who else was I? With? I was with uh, Mr. Em Free as well. He was playing Halo. It was a, it was quite a good night. You, you said you got wavy quite last night, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, big man thing. Right. So, do you, you, me and I've just got Serato. Yeah. And Luke was like, "Should we mix laptops together?" Because 
that's what you do at uh, one o'clock in the morning. Because yeah, 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 yeah. You're bored. And uh, every 140 tune, I was clicking, getting it on time, mixing it with his laptop, yeah. He was like, do you want to try 170? <laughs> I was late each <laughs> time. Every time I was yeah, late. Man. And he was like, you're late, you're late, you're late. And I couldn't <laughs> get the drum and bass. But 140 was perfect. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you have a DJ drum and bass? And, and anyway, I like, do, well, I DJ hip hop, and that's yeah. Well, I, I did a drum and bass mix at my house in my room, and I was mixing. I think it was Crunchbug by Lockjaw with Plain Jane by ASAP Ferg. Mm-hmm. Went perfect, man. Didn't have to change the tempo or anything like that. Big man thing. But that's like I. I think there's one one of the genre that I like DJing because I mm. fi- I think it's easier. Not on vinyls. I couldn't do it. it's too fast if i like I, that was the one time i ever tried vinyl djing was drum and bass and it just fucking Mate, boggled me drum and bass is the technic the most technical genre yeah but in terms of like if you're on a controller or something like that easy as piss man easy as piss yeah because i mean a lot of them follow the same structure they're in key <laughs> yeah and they're just kind of like you know what i mean not the hardest stuff I, when it when it comes to mixing drum and bass i've always got to push it forward i've always i always drop it and i've always got to make my vinyl go a little bit faster to catch up with that beat because I mm. always miss it. Yeah. Especially, uh, I'm, I'm getting into my drum bass and jungle though. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm really, in, like, I've been listening to a lot of uh, LT, what's the Bookham? What's his, oh, L- oh, LTJ Bookham. Yeah, yeah, LTJ Bookham. Yeah, sorry, LTJ. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like he's, he's listening. definitely listening. He's definitely listening. <laughs> he thinks the J Favors is m- amazing. What is a J Favors? Why is he dissing me? Why the fuck is he dissing? <laughs> right. So, um, funny enough, today we have got a thing now called pressure in the cellar, mm. and it's a good name for it as well. Yeah. It just it just came to me in a vision. Yeah. It did, yeah, I, I, I definitely was interested in the name as soon as I see it. Because sometimes when you do something, I'm just like, I don't like that. Yeah. But I, I see pressure in the cellar. <laughs> you need to tell me when that happens. You've never said you didn't like anything. You need to say, say like... I normally just change... like Say say if we're on the SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you do something and I don't like it. Give me an example. I, I need like to hear this shit. Right. So la- last night, yeah, yeah. So last night I was uh, sorting out the SoundCloud and that. And then I realised like... Basically, I want the Seller Talks podcast to yeah. be the latest one. You know, in the playlist, I want the latest one. At yeah, the no. Top. So you're talking about how I changed it to be first one at the top. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you know why I do that? Why? Because when you put a thing in that playlist, yeah. it automatically goes to the bottom. Yeah, yeah. But I move. I do the track listing. Yeah, but I mean, it's just, it's just, it makes more sense to have it like as a gen. Like it just goes from one. Yeah, but the, thing, the reason like why that. on the website. Yeah, I have the playlist on the website, and I want the la- the latest episode to come up first because yeah, then you yeah, can scroll yeah. through them. We need to talk. Yeah, about that. we will talk about that. But that's mm. like, yeah, because I mean, it's your it's your SoundCloud page in it, yeah. so you can do what you want. But I know that but just makes no sense to me. We but agree to disagree. There we go. Yeah, but then you but then you say like Alex, don't don't fuck around with the SoundCloud page, and that's better. I think. Yeah. That would be that would be more clear. I know, then, but the thing because then in the future I won't do that, and I'll yeah. just go like I'll just go. Oh, well, that's I'll the only. That's be. the only thing. That's the only thing. Alex is the boy in it. Don't don't, don't <laughs> diss Alex in it. But yeah, that 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 was the that was the only that yeah, was the yeah, only yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I know. What I mean, I mean, it's like it's good. I feel like it's better to have like um to like air that shit and just because like, it's not it's that's not even an issue, is it? That's like it's just um an organization thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So OCD, like, isn't it? Mm. 
with the OCD crew. OCD crew, it's like different types yeah. of OCD. Anyway, we're digressing. OCD. <laughs> so we've got pressure in the cellar. Uh, we've got because uh, this this is going to be released on Wednesday. What's the date next Wednesday? Uh, is it the seventeenth or something? No, is it the is it the second? Oh, is it payday? Oh, yeah, boy! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, it's the second. It's Seconds. the second, but payday's on Monday. Big up all the payday crew. Buy a t-shirt. Like we sell <laughs> Buy a t-shirt. A t-shirt. <laughs> when are they going to be up online? Do you reckon? Um, well, I've just done the initial order. Um, well, I'm looking. I'm looking at basically two distributors. Uh, like, like distributors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, thanks for everyone who give us the big props on the t-shirt and want to rep one because I like big respect for this. Yeah. It's like no one needs no one needed to be interested. No like one just, needed. We to just be put interested. up pictures of the ones that we were wearing. Yeah, and, and like it's like our mates were just there like, oh. What are you this. saying? <laughs> Got a t-shirt? Yeah, man. But it's anyway, sick. go back to pressure in the cellar, and we'll talk about t-shirts in a minute. Yeah. Right. So pressure in the cellar, we have one. I'm releasing one. Uh, well, it'd be last weekend. If you check on the uh, Cellar Tapes YouTube channel, um, it'd be the uh, first one. The song I have recorded. I've done the ten minute beat challenge, and then I finished the tune. Mm. And uh, it is called Dark Step. Funny enough, I'm shit with naming tunes because I looked back years ago in 2015. I've got a fucking tune called Dark Stepper, and I. Yeah, I think I've got a tune called Dark Step. <laughs> yeah, but this one's just called Dark Step, and it's uh, I made it. It was it was meant to be hip hop, and just turned into like just check out check check the tune out. We're yeah, gonna man. uh, it's quite fun to put it on a uh, Bandcamp on our Sellotapes Bandcamp. I'll post the links uh down below. Um. The, yeah, so uh, we're going to do Name Your Price. So if you think it's worth saying, give me a little donation and yeah, uh, yeah. we'll put it towards the studio. If you're feeling generous. Yeah, do you, you know what I mean? Back. Donate to the calls. You know you know it is. Alex has just done a pressure in the cellar. Yeah, man. Little sweatshirt vibes. Yeah, sweatshirt vibes. Yeah, it's quite fun. It's quite fun, the little 10-minute challenges. I quite like... Uh, well, it gets a beat going, doesn't it? Yeah, man. And it's the, I've, the pressure as well is like nothing like... I know that you have pressure, like real life pressures and stuff that are that are quite taxing <laughs> and that. Like, but these pressures are different. These different ones, if you, have, if you have, yeah, if you've ever sat down with a timer on, like a t- like an actual timer and thought, ah, shit, I need to make a, you need to make something, and you want to show people afterwards. Yeah, that pressure fucking it nearly kills you. It fucks you up. But it makes you come out with something interesting, like the one that I came out with. Uh, is it music? People might say it's not. <laughs> But it's something. It's experimental. <laughs> so you, I, I I started this idea of pressure in a cellar because Alex originally he's got his own YouTube channel and where he's been doing ten minute um, videos. Yeah, yeah. Look up Zone A Music on YouTube. Zone ba- A ba- Music. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Imagine that in the tune. <laughs> James. I should be your ablib guy if you ablib. need any inquiries. Just Pussy. hit me up. Scoop. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Yeah, check out Zony Music for that because he done a um, trap beat in ten minutes was your first one. Yeah, I really then, enjoyed that and one. And then the second one was another trap beat, but it was Lil Peep. Oh, you, in yeah, the style I, I did of Lil see Peep. the guitar was nice on that. Yeah, to be fair, do you know how that one? Right, I'm. I, I started. I picked up the guitar, and I was just messing around with. I love guitars with like too much reverb on, just a disgusting amount of reverb. So it's like a lagoon, a big swimming pool full of reverb. A big nice wet reverb. Yeah, squelchy, squelchy reverb. Squelch. And um, and I just thought I was like, this kind of sounds little peepee. Yeah. And um, I actually put in <laughs> little peepee. 
<laughs> I, I actually put you in, a, little pee-pee? in the in no, the but I didn't call it. But in the edit of the video, when I say it sounds a little peepee, mm. you can see me laughing. Mm-hmm. And so I put uh, in the video editing. I've I've learned how to do like quick text edits. Mm-hmm. So I just put a, it's in line with my vocals. It goes little peepee <laughs> across the screen. <laughs> <laughs> just it's just it made like childish humor in that, but um, it came out really good. Mm. And I, the, my my only annoyance is I can't get Ableton to record um through a microphone or um in real time if i'm recording the screen mm-hmm. and the audio at the same time okay there's all sorts of latency issues so if i wanted to like set up a camera mm-hmm. that would show me playing the guitar mm-hmm. i'd have to have like a separate camera like say for instance that uh, nikon over there i'd have to have it pointing at me so it shows that i was recording the guitar mm-hmm. and i'd have to sync it up with the audio on the computer which is doable. Technical. It's doable, but it's just like, I've already got the Nikon on my face and mm-hmm. I've got my phone recording, so I'd need like another camera to film that and it's just like... If you want to be uh, Zone's video man for free... Yeah, yeah. Get, get, if you've got a DSLR and you have some, for a lot of free time on your hands... Yeah, like hit him up. You know how it up. is. He'll, he'll, he'll make them trap beats and... Uh, you get like, a million plays on YouTube. I send it to some. I send it to this group that I'm in, this Discord server where mm-hmm. we all share our like art and stuff like that. I mainly was there for my music. Mm-hmm. Everyone else on there, basically, they're a YouTuber. Or there's another podcast on there. Um, it's a dude called Awesomepedia on YouTube, mm-hmm. and his podcast is called Fuck. He's 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 a podcast uh, called Fuck Everyone. It's not, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not. I was um. I was actually listening to it the other day, but they basically. It's like a. I'll put the link in the description and I actually will this time. Yeah, we're, we're, we're bad for that. But um, but that guy, he's from Sweden and he does a podcast with this American guy. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, they're fucking, they're uh, good, they're a very listenable podcast. Everyone on there, they like, if you want a feedback, if you want feedback, you just send your shit on there. And this one guy was like, oh, dude, um, if you ever thought of trying a different genre to trap? Yeah, obviously he hadn't heard any of the music that I make and put on SoundCloud or Bandcamp because... Like none of it's trap, <laughs> but he was just like he was like, "Why are you doing a trap beat?" And I was like, "It's the first ten minute video. I'm not doing like ten minute video of all genres ever. It's just the first video that I decided to put out." And funnily enough, you can anyone can do a trap beat in yeah. ten minutes. My mum could do a trap beat for anyone. <laughs> it's just the easiest thing to start start out with. Yeah, well, that geezer needs to shut up <laughs> he's like a he's a he's a, i mean he's a safe he's a safe guy but i just think because he didn't know anything about my tunes he was just kind of like because i know there is like trap is saturated the market of beat makers yeah i want something else to happen now i do love trap though well there's an evolution of trap isn't there it's Wait. traps changing listen to this yeah so today we the day of recording of this seller talks is four twenty. It is four twenty. Blaze it today, and J Cole just released a new album and it's called KOD. Yeah, kids and of kids of dreams or something. What is yeah. it? Kids on dream. <coughs> kids on drugs. Kids on drugs. Yeah. Um. No. King of demons or something. Yeah. Something weird like that. He is take a. L- you haven't listened to the album. I'd I'd say I say give this this album a listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he sounds very like Kendrick in this album like the way I swear he's always kind of sounded like Kendrick yeah yeah but it's it's noticeable I I have never noticed it before but Mm. this one I've really like the interludes and stuff like that it sounded very Kendrick yeah and he's really like he's changed his there's a lot of trap beats on there and like you're saying trap is saturating the market I Mm. didn't expect J. Cole to come out with a majority like a majority trap album yeah 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 there's like 
if you look at his um, last album and the one before, there's more hip-hop based yeah, yeah. than there is yeah. trap. And I feel like there is needs to be something new what's coming in that. Like, yeah. I, I, well, I, that um, is, it's happening. And I can say from what I've noticed, trap is like, especially with these new guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually talking about Kodak Black. Um, I was not what I was talking about. But I was talking about his album Project Baby Two, all growing up or something like that. Yeah, it's got Rolling Peace on and stuff like that, um, mm. which is fucking a sick tune. Uh, but like, that's actually that's actually not hit. that album. I thought was quite good because it was trappy. Yeah, but uh, there's a lot of piano melodies and stuff. And I was listening to it. And I actually said to my friend, it was like it's surprising because I didn't really, I didn't really listen to Kodak Black that much, and. Um, and because I know a lot of people wrote him off as being one of these mumble rap fucking new guys, he only did. I, d- I don't know what your opinion on Kodak Black is or was or whatever. Do you have one? I see him on the XXL freestyle. Yeah, trash. It was fucking shit. Mm, yeah, but who was good on that XXL freestyle? No one. Yeah, was that uh, that was with was that with Denzel Curry though? Yeah, it was with Denzel Curry. Because I feel like Denzel Curry, he didn't snap, but he was probably one of the better ones. Yeah, but I didn't. I, I think I do like Denzel Curry, but I'm not. I'm not. I think he's a talented guy, but I'm not the biggest fan of him because I do feel like some of his bars are just about flow and they're not about what he's actually talking about. I will about. send you um, a Denzel Curry album if you've not heard it, because okay. there's one album that I think is probably one of the most perfect rap albums of the new generation like okay called, um, um, I think the album's called Opinions. I think the album's called Imperial I've heard it with the uh, gook on and stuff like that yep fucking it. that album there's not a bad tune on it no it was a good album not, album. not a bad wrong. tune on it like uh, but anyway um, so I'm digressing a lot yeah. as usual but <laughs> you called the Mr. Digressor yeah 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 the Kodak Black album mm-hmm. I listened to that project too. it's quite old it's not well I say old it's mm. old in this day and age because everything fucking flies past mm. uh, albums don't really last more than a couple of months it's like six months old mm-hmm. and um, I was listening to it and I have to say like the melodies and the piano stuff and the beats on that album there are too many tracks mm-hmm. because I feel like it could have been a solid 12 track album mm-hmm. but it has like 19 20 tracks on it and the de- deluxe edition which i bought by accident thinking it was a normal edition had 26 tunes on it <laughs> like uh, Wait, what was it, what was it someone posted yesterday about someone releasing an album with fucking it was like 40 tunes on an album i don't know but i i um i did a facebook post about that oh, it was you because i was there like because i was literally like yeah i was thinking because the kodak black one luckily enough i like most of the tunes on it, and mm-hmm. it, and it but it was because i like the style of it and when i listened to the album for yeah. the first time it was like when i was younger mm. listening to i don't know i said to my friend it was like listening to 2001 for the first time because every tune on it is like a banger like the dr dre album 2001 oh, you're comparing it with no, but no, but I was saying the feeling I got listening oh, okay. to it. Okay, the feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. If you, yeah, yeah. All right. I, but I uh, but to be fair know. as well, on your point, um, you haven't heard the album, so it might be sick. I'll give it. Can't. I'll give it. I'll give it my ears. It is, but but personally, I said because I was saying to the, I was saying to the, I was saying it to Michael actually. I was like, the beats are fucking sick. Yeah. There's emotion in the melodies and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and then I was listening to his 
uh, vocals and stuff once you get used to the the way he vote because this is a, it's a weird thing where he will multi-track his vocals so mm-hmm. many times it sounds like there's a room of kodak blacks spitting mm-hmm. so it's a very sort of unique way and i can imagine why a lot of people might not like it because it's a bit busy orally but if you've got like you know if you listen to music or you produce music and you can tune into different things at different times mm-hmm. it's really interesting to listen to because once you get his accent locked and stuff you know what he's saying Mm -hmm. the lyrics are deep as fuck too like there's a lot of layers to each song that's on the album Mm -hmm. and i was actually saying it's funnily enough i I put i think this thing there's a tune on there called i don't want to breathe and i was like this is actually like an emo masterpiece it could be up there with any of lil peeps emo sad boy tunes Mm -hmm. but it's like got a really like trappy like banging beat Mm -hmm. but it's sad and it's about fucking like (laughs) girls and shit but no but this is the thing like you know you 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 know what i'm gonna say yeah yeah i do i do because i think it's like it's a i think it's a very interesting because when we have the the mumble rap talks and stuff like that i know there's a lot of people out there who i have my likes no no i'm not this is not you this is not you this is other people because you're a bit more open-minded i think than (laughs) most people out there who are listening to it because if it sounds on the bass like on the bass level that it's got nothing to it because you can't understand what the person's saying oh, like no, like no, the, no, yeah, no, yeah no, well it's no, like no. young young thug and future and stuff like that uh, yeah, arguably no. there was lyricism in some of their work like that got discarded by people mm-hmm. like i mean for instance like i can't i'm not a big fan of future yeah i've got a topic i've got a, i got a topic for this, this yeah, yeah 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 so a lot of people will discard people like kodak black and that mm. as being i mean some people discard him for another reason, mm. which is that he's been jailed and there's a lot of mm-hmm. charges against him and stuff like that. You're looking really mischievous, like like I'm gonna dismantle this guy's points. <laughs> <laughs> but but I do think there's a lot of music snobbery that leads to people going like yeah, I do agree. Like oh fuck this, like because I just I was just really impressed with the album. But this is you are the most open-minded person I've ever met. Though. <laughs> but then I was thinking like that's one way one way rap could go is you'd have these classic albums that would be seen in the future as big complete bodies of work yeah just it takes the generation who fuck with it mm-hmm. to talk about it when they're older or whatever and yeah. say like well what i got from this album is whatever it's like with rapping back in the day you know how you shared that um odb and method man interview yeah and they're talking about the dumbing down of mm-hmm. music and how it's a government thing and it's like, as much as i like odb and method man mm. odb saying it was a government plan to dumb people down and make people like not no, that, that's he, like he, that that's that's paranoia from the that's weed. that's paranoia from the he was on so many drugs like whatever like i don't i think he was on like crack or something like that. r.i.p like, uh, odb but that's just like that's that's i don't want to say old heads but it's do you know what I mean? Like it's people struggling with the evolution. I, where where people were coming up at, at Wu Tang Clan back mm-hmm. in the day, saying it's not music because the the jazz beats not. How wonky are half of Wu Tang's beats? I fucking love them. They're gritty as fuck. Yeah, they're amazing. They're some of the best instrumentals, but they're wonky. And yeah. people who were into like, and I was walking down the street with my in my hand a bit of it, like that that sort of hip hop with like with a fucking really like Curtis Blow and yeah, all that sort. Of, yeah, yeah, them them people are like. Well, this isn't fucking rap. This is like... Ugh, it's ugh, like Curtis is... Blow and I want you to know that these <laughs> are the brakes. Bring it up, bring it up, bring it up. Yeah, but then now you've got people going in a more... either It's either mumbly, it's either super auto-tuned or whatever, or you've got the people doing the experimental beats. You know, Kendrick like... shit. What? No, 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 we can't. No, actually, you can't... I digress on that. Like Kendrick... Kendrick I would put with probably more some of the more classic MCs. Yeah. But I, I, I'd say... Oh, 
actually, have you heard the Kendrick and Dr. Dre mashup? Like by DJ. Find that for you because you need to. DJ Esco. Who is it? DJ whom? Uh, DJ, DJ Critical Hype. Critical Hype. Sounds ba- like a drum and bass DJ. Yeah, he, he literally does. Oh, but really? <laughs> he done a mashup. He got. He must. Oh, was it Lost? Huh? No, it wasn't. No, that no. was Wee That was no. some like. <laughs> it's, it's basically. I right, put you on this. I got shown this by uh, Mr. Precision because he's a boy. Hmm. Zidane. Right, it has 23 Kendrick acapellas over Dr. Dre beats. If you are like, this is the perfect album for me, basically. Well, not album, it's a mashup, really. Mm. Because Dre's my favourite producer of all time. I know that's just the kid in me. If I go top five, Dr. Dre's always number one because how much I used to listen to him. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar is on some other shit. Like, mm. he's on a different level lyrically to... Like I know that I'm probably gonna. Someone's gonna go. No, fucking Kendrick. No, no, Drake's fucking banging me. No, right, Kendrick. There's, there's no argument that Kendrick's a lyricist. For, like. If you wanted, if you want to hear Ken, if you haven't, if you know Kendrick as a commercial artist and you haven't delved into his albums, go and listen to Pimp, uh, Pimp the Butterfly. Good Kid, Mad City. No, no, no. Pimp the Butterfly, and like, this pimp, is how to pimp a butterfly. It's a pimp a butterfly. Pimp a butterfly, for free. Yeah, man. That, but then, right? If you think about that, because that's basically freeform jazz with somebody spit like that. that is nuts. That whole album, I, I, it gets, it gets slated online as being not as good as Good Kid, Mad City, uh, which I think, I think that Good Kid, Mad City and To Pimp a Butterfly are on a par mm-hmm. personally because you've got um, Good Kid, Mad City is like the perfect ma- like major label debut because yeah. it's his story, mm-hmm. but the way it's the, I, I, the one of my favorite songs, ever. Mm-hmm. Period. Out of any genre, mm. uh, any time period, anything mm-hmm. is fucking. Um, sing about me. I'm dying the first. That tune. Yes. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like yes. I, 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 I listened to that album so many times, and I was like, oh yeah, obviously, Mad City's the tune on that album, Man Down. And it's like a, it's, it's a hard beat. I heard it on a Mr. Carmack mix, mm. and I was like, this fucking. Tune. I want to see. Kendrick on his Good Kid, Mad City store in 2013. Whereabouts was that? In Hammersmith Apollo. Fuck. It was fucking so... He didn't even have a hype, man. Yeah. Well, he didn't need one. Yeah. <laughs> right. Backseat freestyle. Yeah. Oh, my God. Someone filmed the arena. Yeah. And, like, you know when you type in YouTube and you just type in Hammersmith Apollo, the whole crowd, it's the craziest crowd I've ever seen. Yeah. And Kendrick's not spitting. He's just looking at the crowd. And the crowd is literally spitting the whole song mm. back back at him. And he's doing the ad-libs for the crowd. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's orchestrating the fucking crowd. And mm. I'm talking about mm. everything was on time. And yeah. I was just like, rah. I was one of that people. Yeah. he's he's But literally, he is like... He is on a different like the like the storytelling uh, and the fact like people get really... You know, artists sit in the studio and not for ages to mm-hmm. make an album. It's great to hear that, you know, Kendrick comes out and does interviews and stuff. He did that interview with uh, Rick Rubin. Oh, I was about to say that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he does interviews with people about, you know, like how the process of recording and stuff like that. Oh. And and how, even like Dam, a lot of people, right, when Dam came out, because mm. I know Dam, people like Dam now. I love Dam. When it came out, 
I saw so many people saying how disappointed they were with Dam. And straight... but I, They're not open-minded people. The, the thing that got me about Dam too, I, I loved all the bullshit hype that was um, going on about what the songs mean. He was quiet. He dropped the album, said nothing about the meaning of the tunes. People were like, it, it starts, it ends, and it goes back to the start again. You can play and it backwards. That, the, that's one thing I think that that made me think like come on Kendrick man I know it wasn't the choice of Kendrick mm. it was the choice of the, it must have been a choice of the label mm. because when they released the the backwards version of Dam mm. with a black and white cover or whatever I don't know they really and it was just there was no changes to the album it was just in reverse order and you had to pay 9.99 for it I was like I was speechless because yeah, I was like oh, that shit People, how much would they have made from that? Right, if, if it was nine ninety nine, and we're working out, Kendrick's probably got two hundred thousand people who would buy that. I and, wouldn't be surprised if it was more, man. Yeah, yeah, and I don't want to even do the math on that thing. Like. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, it, it's just it starts uh, that to me was like they were they were definitely going off the hype. Mm. But that was that wasn't even my point about the album. I actually thought that. The the way the album was structured, the way it was like it was supposed to be, I don't know if I'm getting this wrong, but it was kind of like, it was almost like I don't want to get too like an analytic about it, but it was kind of like uh, about human nature kind of thing about mm-hmm. all the things that humans feel and mm-hmm. and go through, and that was why each track was called like lust, pride, mm-hmm. uh, fear, and whatever, mm-hmm. and that the Duckworth tune at the end, which is like a sort of mini story, just to like kind of sate the appetite of all the hip hop heads and stuff. Oh my, that's one of my favorite tunes. Oh my god, like, that that tune is like it's got. If you haven't listened to Duckworth, please fucking do because it will give you an education of what hip hop sounds like 20, 30 years ago at its best. Mm. But the switch of beats were crazy faultless man absolutely perfect yes and then uh, when the tune finishes the whole album reverses yeah. goes back yep. to the <laughs> i was taking a walk the other day <laughs> 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 it's so but that but like i think like I, I haven't the only album i've not listened to that much is section 80 or section 8 no you're looking at me why haven't you listened to section 80 i just haven't copped it I've, I've got listened. his vinyl there. I will. I will lend you the vinyl. Really, actually, because yeah. I'll, I'll I'll bust that right. I've because I've even listened to Untitled and Mustard like right. way more than I've listened to Section Eight. Yeah, you need like the thing is that is precious to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is my baby. <laughs> that is one of my babies. Section yeah, Eight. Yeah. When I got Section Eight on 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 vinyl, I shed a tear. <laughs> I don't blame you. I shed a <laughs> fucking tear, people, because it is so jazzy and the vibes are just jay favors mate it's just jay favors <laughs> you got inspiration off oh it. mate i got so much inspiration of kendrick i remember when the first tune i listened to kendrick was uh how long ago was this i started listening to kendrick back in about 2010 yeah yeah, yeah. and it was around od really and it was barbed wire and that tune just blew my mind it reminded me of what where rap or hip-hop was going Mm. instead of because i can talk about hip-hop all day i was speaking to precision last night and i was playing tunes 
because I was uh, I was putting a all right. By the way, just a little plug for this. Jay Favor Sunday sessions, hip hop, hip hop, <laughs> just purely hip hop. Anyway, I was going through all the tunes for the mix. Yeah, and he was vibes into all of them, but he didn't know any of them. All oh, right, okay. And I was just like, you know this. <laughs> Jay Favors got the heat when a hip hop. I've been listening to hip hop since 2002. I'm only 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like most people in our generation, because our parents will have mm-hmm. fucked with hip hop tunes. Oh, my mum and dad didn't part. fuck with hip hop tunes. My dad did. My did dad, he? Yeah, my he dad. Got was your dad. Big, yeah, but he, the only problem is he was kind of like, I think he kind of he really liked Eminem and D12 and all them guys, but mm. he, he wasn't really like. I think he had his area of hip-hop that he was comfortable with and then the rest of it he never really explored my my dad my dad like this thing is yeah i got my music taste from san andreas like i've said in like mm. every, every fucking co- every episode, every yeah. fucking episode because san andreas uh, is did you used to play gta <laughs> hey bruv we're playing gta 4 at home at the moment but carry on yeah um <laughs> i ain't gonna digress to that but i was just letting you know <laughs> gta 4 vibes nico bellic um Remind me what I was saying. Your dad. Yeah, my dad was pop. really into like, uh, like Clash and. Uh, mm, so so was my dad for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who else? He was. He's into his Northern Soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, else? Like, oh, Jury. Ian Jury. Oh, and the Blockheads. Yeah. Yeah. Hit me. Hit me with your red stick. stick. Hit me. <laughs> yeah, he was into that. That's all yeah. the Cockney. Oh, and then my mum was into. Um, saxophone she like my mum really only listened to saxophone and blue and all that sort yeah. of shit and yeah. i hated the music <laughs> my mum sorry mum i love you but not even like a nostalgic love for it because i really like listening to five but that's because i used to listen to it as a kid because my mum used to love five well this is the when bef- don't no that's the wrong one before <laughs> i found before oh actually the first hip-hop tune i ever bought it, it was getting nelly mm. it's getting hard in here so yeah on cassette <laughs> yeah and then uh, I had that on cassette, and uh, that was the first hip hop tune. And I was like, "Oh, I'm feeling this." Yeah. And I was only like seven. And then two years later, DJ come on. Yeah. And that's when I threw away all my S Club Seven CDs, <laughs> all my five CDs. That's that's why you'd never had a five CD. <laughs> I had a five. I had a five CD. <laughs> You remember that? Uh, oh, we will, we will rock you. That tune. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to. Like, they I did. Was... They did a version of that. Yeah. I, 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 it sounds vaguely familiar, but yeah. I need to have a listen to that one again. I was <laughs> fucking skanking when I was younger to that mate. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean, Jay? You, it, if you know me, think of me now, Jay Favors, at the age of five or six. Jay Favors. Yeah. Yeah. Favors. Jay Favors. <laughs> Just fucking skanking to five, we will rock you, like, yeah. throwing my nut about. <laughs> mud. Mud. <laughs> <laughs> that was the tune that I used to like from five was that, baby, when the lights go out, them lyrics are fucked. Yeah, I, them lyrics are fucked. Because that's about a guy and a girl, and the lights have gone out, and anything can happen when the lights are out. So there's the scream bump. samples in it. There's people going like, ah, and shit. Like, thunder in the background, like, Deep tune, man. <laughs> Shit, man. I can. It's, it's like Kim by Eminem, but worse. <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde. Can you imagine? Oh, mate. That's a tune, though. Ninety-seven. Bonnie and Clyde. Funny enough, me and yeah, my daughter. Everyone used like. I remember um, Eminem. Like when Eminem started out, I couldn't listen to Eminem. 
then 50 Cent come out. Yeah. And Get Rich Die Trying was just unbelievable. And then that, I just didn't. I, I was. You know, one of them. You know, when you're young yeah. and your stubbornness comes out, I like hip hop. I don't mm. like anything else. You, you, your mum shows. You, your uncle shows you a hot, uh, a hot rock tune. Go, ask Jimi Hendrix. He's one of the best guitar players of all time. Like, Where's the where's the kick and where's the mm. kick and snare? It's a, this is not this isn't boomba. Yeah, what what are you doing? <laughs> Fucking hell! Yeah, man, I get that. Who you been who you been listening to recently? Like recently, mm-hmm. this is a good one actually because I have been listening to. Obviously, I was talking about Kodak Black, mm-hmm. so I was listening to Kodak Black. But mainly, um, you know, slow tie. No, you're gonna have to put me on. There's a tune um, called T and Biscuits, right? Spelt T N biscuits and um that's really cool he's like uh, i don't know if he's from south london but he's just like he what his style reminds me of um dizzy rascal a little bit and i know really some, yeah but this is the thing it's not because of how his voice sounds because i know dizzy rascal's Picks got up, a, yeah, sharp. yeah 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 <laughs> i know he's got like a really distinctive voice but uh this slow tie he's got a distinctive voice but he flows on tracks and beats that are as unique kind of not as unique as the boy in the corner mm. stuff because that's like that's fucking iconic that's iconic that sound but what uh is iconic a word iconic iconic is a word fuck me i fucked up Iconical's probably like a all right that's gonna be my new album iconical no, there'll, de- there'll definitely be an album called iconical already yeah i'm but, um but slow tie is <laughs> sick there's a guy called aries who's quite sick uh, he's like an american uh rapper and he, tra- he traps over rap he raps over trap he traps over obviously. rap and that's kind of like that's kind of nice wavy wavy rap like you know mm. like kind of emotional but not there's not a lot of substance to it mm. but it's enjoyable mm-hmm. and apart from that um i picked up some records at prime cuts two weeks ago i've been listening Big to mike white peach they got the, got the young star um bongo white peach release you got bongo Bongo, the oh, young star, and it's got the High Five Ghost remix, the Khan and Neek remix. You got the Khan, you got that on vinyl. Yeah, man, it was it was like uh, eight ninety nine, seven ninety nine. They might still have it, man. You got that? Where did you get that? Uh, Idle Hands. Idle. They, I think they still have it. I fucking. You you went, it I, when Yuandi's next working, I'm going down there, and uh, I'm buying. Uh, I'm gonna buy that. Yeah, it's fucking sick, man. Mm. It's really, really oh, sick. No, because I, 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 in mixes, I play the Khan yeah. remix. Cause... My favourite one's the High Five Ghost remix, so just got the extra, like, atmospherics and the chords in mm. it going, like, do, 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 do. The Khan and Eek one's sick, but it's, like, it's a bit sort of, like, cavernous and dark. I love it's it. Like the, I fucking You know what it. I mean? Um, but I also got a thing from... I actually got another thing from Idle Hands, and it's mm. Lady, Lady Sovereign. A mm. little bit of shh. Mm. A little bit of shh produced by medicine mm-hmm. i saw it was two pounds and i hadn't heard the tune if i'm honest mm. and i was like lady sovereign i fucking remember those were the days i will never forget yeah them ones and i, got, I remember the i do remember her and the little bit of sh- tune man and the beat i got it on a whim i did not think i'd enjoy it mm. fucking put it on the record player press play and i was like jeez, jeez. <laughs> um, I, I also got eddie k uh what eddie k tune did you get I'd- <laughs> I don't even want to say one. What one did you get? <laughs> I'm gonna have to send you a picture of it because I can't remember what the name of the tune was. <laughs> right, the only Eddie K tune was... I like is with Mensa. Yeah, no, it wasn't the one with Mensa. It was a Hench Records one, and I got drawn in 
by the hench sign. Yeah, but that's dangerous. I mean, fat, it's got its time and it's got its place. It wasn't bad. Mm. I picked up another thing I from that. I love hench, but some of it's a bit mad. Well, this is the thing. When I was at when I was at Prime Cuts, right, I did. I, I said to myself, right, I know there's a record player in the, the corner of the room and that, but when I go in there and I've got a tenor on me or something, I'm looking for cheap vinyl. So I'm not looking for anything. This mm. is like for sampling or just... Mm. It's gone underneath the deck yet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I was there with Eloise, who is one of the people who's interested in the t-shirts, mm-hmm. and we were just looking at like in all of the little fucking little bins, mm-hmm. like everywhere we could find. We were just like, she got some mad hardcore uh, record that was called like Nursery Rhymes or something like that, and it was like some is like this guy saying like, "You're off your fucking nut, pal." Boom, 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 like that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking mansion, but I got <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> you're off your <laughs> fucking nut, pal. But um, but yeah, and I got I got a salsary one, which was like a Brazilian. A record from there which is sick for sampling really yeah, really yeah. cool i got a um motown one which was like um some like fucking band called like esquire or the, the have you gone the in the 50p like um seven inches no nah, i wasn't looking for seven inches i was just looking for big yeah big hands but i did want to have a look in there to be fair but 50p a seven inch mate yeah man. and there uh, is some fire plastic wax is good for them ones as well mm. you can get i think it's like five they got a deck in there have they nah i mean i don't really rate that shop as in for like the you're not getting if you want a good album you're not going to get it cheap right. and you're not going to all the cheap ones i think are largely bullshit in that shop but they're 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 good for the like 50s and 60s little mm. seven inches like so i'm going to tell you a story yeah yeah so me me and uh Mobes went to um a record shop in south end in essex um in the summer last year oh wait are you from essex no <laughs> I'm 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 from um no I am from Essex. <laughs> big up the Essex gang, big up the East London gang. We, we I was joking. Yeah, you know Quite what I mean. Big up the Cumbler gang. Um, what do you say, Cumbler? Yeah, Cumberland. <laughs> Cumberland sausages. <laughs> yeah. So we went to uh, a record shop and it was fucking really good record shop. But then we asked the geezer, it was like, "Where's your deck?" Mm. Oh, we ain't got one, mate. You're a fucking record store. Why the fuck ain't you got the deck? <laughs> I, do you know what, though? I, I like to embrace the chaos of not checking out your records when you buy them. Yeah, I want to know what I'm checking. <laughs> it pisses me off. Like, if you're going to sell records and you go, oh, sorry, geez, you can't listen to that. But the tune is from fucking, you want to go sampling in this shop. If you want to go crate digging, you want to know what you're buying because... You could drop 60, 70 quid on a load of shit. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the I think the crate dig, the beauty of crate digging for me mm. is if you look for cheap stuff, mm. you're not losing out because you can make... Like, for instance, if you have a, a record that's ass, right? Mm. You can take all the samples that you want from it, mm-hmm. chuck it to a charity shop if it, if it costs you, like, 50p. You're not losing money. A charity shop's making something out of it. And you've just got some... You've got some samples that you can use because you can use anything really right fair, fair, fair enough on that which is the way I, like i personally if i was crate digging for samples mm. alone not dropping 70 quid on the records like i'm, do, I'm doing no, like I'm the big bulk, I'm do- yeah well you could right say so, so if you had 70 quid's worth of shit records that cost you like two pound each mm-hmm. you've got a fuck ton of shit there mm-hmm. there's gonna be something good mm-hmm. and you yeah i wouldn't 70 quid for one crate digging the only you are balling mates you can afford that Otherwise. No, no, because I don't do, I don't do, a, I do, I do a crate dig every once every two months. Mm-hmm. I would love to do one every fucking day. Yeah, but that that gets expensive. But I'll go out and I'll save up, 
like I won't go in. I went into fucking rough trade today with uh, Jono from um, Revinyl. I think rough trade is um, probably the worst record shop in Bristol. Breach. <laughs> no, I big up them though. They, they're nice. Well, we went in there early. We're trying. We're trying to. Uh, we're talking to them about. Um, putting on a like oh Jono right sorry cut, about, i'll cut that out yeah John, John, John knows, uh, <laughs> i love rough trade yeah I i'm a big them. fan of yeah. rough trades <laughs> we don't have to cut it out no no holes barred in this uh conversation but you got your opinion yeah at the end of the day you don't want to cut your opinion <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. i've got my opinion like i was talking to um i was talking to some boys last night and they was like oh, we got 11 episodes and this is our 12 mm. I chat a load of fucking shit. Yeah. I'm chatting shit right now. Yeah, we yeah, 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 we both are. Yeah. There is sometimes when I've cringed. Like I'm listening back to the episode. If you think I say something stupid, you're uh, not the yeah, only yeah. one in the world. <laughs> but yeah. I have got some good points, but sometimes mate, I I can digress and start talking about yeah. total shit. Yeah, 100%. I've I've listened back to myself and I've thought I I'm, I don't even think that. Like if I if I look into what i said mm-hmm. a lot of the time i'm there like i actually i actually probably don't mean that you know what i mean like it's one of them things in it like yep but i think we should probably wrap this up now yeah no i've got a couple a couple things to plug before we wrap up yeah yeah, yeah. i've can... just got to text a client because uh i didn't realize the time um two seconds yeah it's fine we'll do some plugging but right yeah. now for now i'll tell you where you can find me yeah on social medias because you'll need to, or you'll want to, to mm. be one of the people who is fucking mm. uh, ahead of the curve. <laughs> you can find me on Zone Music everywhere, apart from Instagram, where it's just Young Zone. But you might not want to see what's on there. It gets a bit wild. It gets a bit wild. Yeah, selfies right. and that. <laughs> right, before before I go, I've got a couple of things to plug. Right, this week we've got... Uh, this oh, episode. yeah, sorry, one sec, zone.co.uk. Yeah, man. Big up Zoning Music, all each and every. Right. This week, we've got two episodes. We've got one episode which was released today. Well, we're speaking in the future mm-hmm. um, on the Wednesday. And then we've got a special episode which is getting released on Friday. Um, it is with a... Uh, a com- well, it's with a... Uh, it's like an online forum slash magazine, whatever you want to call it, called Loose Lips. They're from Manchester and they're coming down and they've got a gig on in the island on uh, the Saturday. Yeah. Uh, they've got techno vibe. They had Shackleton on their last uh, on their last night. Yeah. Um, it's it's a it's a good UK base uh, site, mm. uh, but we'll be interviewing uh, the guys from them. Yeah, man. So that'll be this Saturday. Yeah, yeah, it'll be this Saturday. Yeah, yeah. it will be this. Sa- yeah, it will be this Saturday because obviously man's doing it in the future. Um, we're gonna uh, wrap it up now. Um, you can find me at Sellotapes at uh, Bristol uh, on um, on SoundCloud. Check out all our latest episodes because they are fucking sick. Because we're sick guys. <laughs> um, yeah, so we got we got that. Uh, Sellatap.es as yeah, well. Yeah, because we're putting some merch on that soon. Check out what, like, look out for the T-shirt. So I'll mm. give uh, people updates on that. There's a lot of people who want, like, because we've got like the one with the Sellatapes logo on the uh, front, and then we've got the back image as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of people who either want 
They want either just the if, logo, yeah, or they don't want. If you want a tailored order, just let me know, and I'll 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 order you it. I big respect to everyone who wants one because yeah. like they do look fly as fuck. <laughs> yeah, but in that sense, you can catch me at info at sellertaps.es if you want to inquire about a booking or anything. Like someone said to uh, Alex earlier, like how do you get the uh, how do you get the podcast sound so clean? It's because the studio's ping, mate. Come through. See, come see us. We're nice guys. You know how it is. Yeah, it's a friendly environment. We're a friend. We're a friendly bunch. <laughs> Unlike Radar Radio. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck Ollie Ashley. Don't care. Hashtag fuck the Ashley. Fuck. Fuck them. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna digress. I hope we'll see you on a Friday if you want to listen back to uh, Fridays. If you want to listen to Friday's episode. Designer music. In a bit, I'm going to speak to you later. Bye. Take it off, baby. Bend over. Let me see it. You're looking for a real pussy eater. I could be it. Quit playing with me, girl. And bring it over here. And climb up on my face. Put that pussy on my beard. I ain't trying to take you shot. Buy your ass no shoes. I'm trying to lick that click while I'm looking up at you. No shame in my game. Shades or a snap it, long as it ain't nasty. Sanitation smelling, one whip of that bitch. I'ma be bailing. If it's smelling sweet, I'ma lick it for an hour. And even if it's sour, I might lick it in the shower. I go dumb and ignorant when I'm on that clattering. Lick your ass hilarious. My tongue ain't so damn serious. So bend the ass over, let me eat it from the back. That pussy so good, have a nigga coming back.